Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for episode 67. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star review would be greatly appreciated. We are bringing you the third episode of the week, cranking out the content. And the main reason for that is it is time. First major of the year. We are going to dive into the pricing for the Masters on DraftKings. But before we get started, real quick, I am doing a $50 giveaway. So anyone that wants a free $50, all you got to do is go to Twitter, follow at the helm sports. That'll get you one ballot. If you retweet any of my master's content, that'll get you one ballot. If you go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow at the helm sports, that will get you two ballots. If you go and leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, that will get you three ballots. So a number of ways you can get in on that money. I will announce the winner next week on Wednesday, so be sure to do that, and someone's going to win $50. But anyways, now that that's out of the way, we get to dive into this, the Masters. And joining me is James Fitzpatrick. Fitz, how we doing? Well, it's good, man. Excited for the Masters. Favorite major of the year. Hell yeah. Yeah. Last year, uh, you were actually the first guest on this podcast and then we went through the masters. I think we did a pretty good job, but I, I, I mean, it's always, it's the best. It really is. You know, you, you have the lead up to it and golf starts getting a little bit stale, especially with the Valero and, and match play and just we're, we're right back in it, you know? So pretty, pretty excited for the, for the masters, but we, we can dive right into it. I mean, the big decision is going to be who to play up top. We we got Scotty, Rom, and and Rory are the only golfers over 10,000, 10, which is pretty interesting. But do you, do you have a preference up top? Uh, really, really tough. I don't know if I have have a preference. I think I'm just going to uh, you know, play all three of them. You know, mix them in and uh, maybe be a little. You can't. I can't even say. Out of those three, probably Rory's the one I don't, you know, I'll be the least owned on because beginning of the year, even before Rom went on his tear, I was like, you know, I like Rom at the Masters this come, upcoming year. Um, obviously, Scheffler won last year, and he's just playing out of his mind still. Um, Rory made that late surge in the Masters last year. He's got, you know, he's playing pretty well now, so I don't think you can go wrong with any three of these guys and um, fade any of them at your own risk. Yeah, it, it's it's really hard to make a case against any of them, and and. I do think Rory will be the most popular partially because of what you said. You know, most people are going to look at, oh, he came second last year. And and really that's, you got to have some context behind that. He he shot eight under on, on Sunday. So he was yeah. well out of it and, and, and had a miracle Sunday. So really, you know, second, yeah, it was great, but otherwise, exactly. and, and it's been a weird 2023 for him too he he obviously won in dubai he came second at the arnold palmer but otherwise he's kind of looks pedestrian it's 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 just been weird for rory and majors overall for a while now i mean he's just so good but he just seems to uh you know we had that you know that that run early with those majors and just on a streak here where it's just i don't know but he puts too much pressure on himself but he hasn't been Look to right in majors, and like you said, you know, last year was really just that Sunday. He was never in it the whole time, and then that Sunday kind of went out of his mind. Um, so if he's the most popular, that's fine. He's going to be the least popular for me because um, Scheffler is just just fits the play. He's playing out of his mind, and John Rom's also playing. Um, he's got good history here. 
I think, you know, he's got a green jacket in his future and it might be this year. Yeah, I, I'm starting to lean that way. And I, I do think Rom will be, you know, not not unpopular, but probably the least popular of the three. He's been incredibly consistent at the Masters, obviously hasn't won it yet, but he has four top 10 finishes and has never finished worse than 27th. Already has three wins this year. So I, I definitely like where Rom's at and, and definitely think he could finally put on a green jacket. And then Scotty's not even human. You know, if you want anyone to get out of trouble, it's him. And we know that there are plenty of times you're going to get in trouble at, at Augusta. So it, it's going to be hard to to not play a lot of Scotty. But I, I think most of my lineups will actually start with Scotty or Rom. I don't know if it makes sense to to try and play two of them together. It might get you a little different, but you're just going down so far in the talent gap with how, how soft the pricing is. I, I don't know if it's necessary in, in this week. Yeah, probably not. Um, it'll definitely, you know, differentiate you, but then you're, you're just passing over that whole middle of all these talented guys to, to go down in the six K's and you're going to have to nail, you know, a couple, you know, like three guys lower in the six and sevens. Uh, you're, you're just missing out on so much talent. Um, so I agree with you there. Yeah, and then if we go down below 10,000, you know, we're going to start the conversation because a lot of these live guys are going to go overlooked and it, it's the sentiment on them has clearly dropped. Cam Smith, 9,800. It's it's tough to know what to do with them. And I, I do think yeah. he'll probably go overlooked, especially with Spieth right below him. But what, what are your thoughts on Cam? Yeah, I, I'm very, very interested to see what the, the the sentiment is about Cam Smith, if he's going to be super popular because he's just, I mean, he's awesome here. He, he's awesome at Augusta, um, almost won last year. He's got great finishes. He's, you know, before he left for live, he was, uh, you know, he won the major last year, the open. He's just playing out of his mind. So I'm just very, I'm interested in all these live guys because a lot of them have great history here at the Masters. I mean, Louis has got great history at the Masters. Bubba Watson's won the Masters twice. DJ's got good history here. He's won the Masters. Cam Smith, like all these guys have such great history here at the Masters. But, you know, how are they playing right now? They're out of sight, out of mind. I haven't watched any live golf, so I don't know how they're playing. I don't know how it, you know, um, how, how sharp they are. The other guys are playing all these events on the PJ Tour. These guys are, you know, um, kind of just collecting a paycheck. Neiman is another one who, you know, should fit well here. Um, Brooks Kepka has got good history here. Yeah, I don't know. What are you doing with these live guys? We'll just – you know, get I, off the I'm going to play a lot of them. I really am. It's, you know, the sentiment is down on them, but they're still some of the best golfers in the world. Just because they're playing for a different tour doesn't mean that they stop knowing how to play golf. And yeah. I, I, I did actually dive in a little bit just to see what they've been up to. And I mean, Cam's been okay so far this year. He came fifth at Mayakoba, 24th in Tucson. Now, granted, that's not as strong a field, but you you do still have some good guys over there. So yep. the other the other thing I think too is is with the guaranteed paycheck and, and no cut events on live, you know, it's hard to really take away a lot from what they're doing over there. But right. I think what a lot of people are worried about is their motivation. You know, because if if you are getting a guaranteed payday, maybe you're not as motivated. But I think these guys coming into the Masters are going to be extremely motivated to show everybody, look, you motherfuckers forgot about us and we're still the best right. in the fucking world. So 
I have the I, I'm, I have the same sentiment as you. I'm, I'm playing these live guys. I think they want to want to show up, and and uh, I don't think motivation is going to be a problem with the Masters. It's just, uh, yeah, you know, they haven't had you know been in real competitive golf situations for a while because, like you said, in live, it's really just uh, it's not super competitive. But um, yeah, I'm going to play these guys if if everyone's going to be down and Cam Smith's going to be you know not popular. I'm going to be way overweight and way over the field on Cam Smith because. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't just because he's on another tour. I mean, he can't come up here and tear it up like he always does. Yeah, yeah, I I feel the same way. I I generally I tend to lose money when Cam Smith wins, but if if he's coming in very underowned, I will definitely play quite a bit of him. Someone that is not going to be underowned is Jordan Spieth. I mean, he's he's probably going to be the highest in the field. Generally, is even in bad form. You know, the 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 public loves playing him here. And for good reason. I mean, he did actually miss the cut last year at the Masters. So maybe some people see that and it scares them off, but probably not because previously made the cut at for eight straight years at the Masters. One is green jacket in 2015. He's come top three in four of his nine appearances. So so the guy plays so well here. And then you add to the fact how well he's played this year with three top three finishes, including a third place at the Valspar a couple weeks ago. So he, he's in great form and loves the place. It, it's going to be interesting to see the ownership he comes in at. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be hard not to play speed. Um, yeah, you know, I like to play speed. He usually screws me, but, you know, especially here, um, I like to play him. But if he's going to be super chalky, it might be a reason for me to, to, to get off a little bit because there's just there's a lot, of, you know, major pricing. There's a lot of guys you know, below them here, um, that I'll play. So, um, mentioned, just mentioned if you, Justin Thomas, he just feels like, I don't know. He hasn't been, been as good here as I think he should. I think he should just, you know, the way he shapes the ball, um, his approach play, I think he should do better here. Um, so I, I like, and he's playing well. I like Justin Thomas and then Morikawa is another one who should just, you know, fit to this, to, to, to Augusta, um, perfectly, um, with his approach play, you know, he just, um, and he, he was with Rory actually. And that last Sunday last year where he kind of went nuts too, they both had, you know, great rounds. So maybe build off that momentum, some good, some good juju. So I like, uh, Justin Thomas and Morikawa a lot. Um, if I'm moving off, off speed. Yeah. And I, I actually, I like starting lineups with the two of them too. You know, you, you get kind of that modified oh, balance build and they're both at pretty good prices. Thomas, he, you know, he's never missed a cut in seven appearances at Augusta, so he's got back on for him. And granted, he hasn't been incredible, but like you said, it should fit his game pretty well. And you know me, Morikawa is my man's, and he's gotten pro- yeah. progressively better each year at the Masters. Came 44th in 2020, 18th in 2021, and then fifth last year. So I'll be in on Morikawa, and if I can get a good number, I'm probably going to bet him too. We skipped over Cantlay, but I think a lot of people are gonna, and I'm probably gonna too. You know, he's not really that great. He came ninth in 2019. That's his best finish, but otherwise he's missed the cut twice and really doesn't yeah. have great finishes. Now he had that, yeah, that one year where he finished ninth. He kind of like went on a huge run there in the back nine and I was, you know, sold on him at, you know, at Augusta and I've been playing him the past masters and you're right. He just, he just hasn't been good. So um, with everyone stacked up here, you can't play everybody. Um, I'm all right, skipping over a little Cantley. Um, what about, you know, we didn't mention Homa either. You know, he's he's definitely put himself in the conversation with all these guys. And then uh, 
What about Xander all the way down to 9,000? How, how popular do you think he's going to be? I mean, usually he's uh, the most popular in the majors, and he's usually priced a little higher than this. So that's uh, an interesting one, I, too. I definitely think Xander's going to get some steam. As, as far as Homa goes, I I love Homa. He's probably actually won me the most money of, of any golfer on tour. I, I've pretty much been on him on all his wins. So he hasn't been good here. You know, he missed the cut his first two times, came 48th last year, but he's not the same guy that he was in those years. You know, he, he's definitely right. stepped up. He's a better caliber golfer. So I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's second in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. He's hitting the irons. Well, he's, he's still putting well came sixth at the players. So some pretty good form recently. I, I'm probably going to sprinkle in some Homa and he's probably going to be pretty low owned. So you probably don't need too much to get overweight on him. As far yeah. as Xander goes, I don't know for, for me, it's, it's tough. Cause again, Xander's a, another guy that when he gets popular, I'm, I'm fine fading him and, it's hurt me a little bit, especially last year, but I don't know. He he came second back in the year when Tiger won. He was third in 2021, so some good good finishes. Missed the cut last year, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with him. What, what, what are you doing with Xander? <laughs> it's funny. I, I feel the same way. It's like, you know, he had that early in his career, that run where he's always like top five in majors. You mentioned, you know, two good finishes here, but I mean, just with – Everyone above him and below him. If he's going to be popular, I think, you know, and I'm, I usually always play Xander. I'm a big Xander guy, but, um, you know, you go below him. Finau, we talked about live guys, DJ, Jason Day playing great. And, you know, we talked about Morikawa and JT above him. Um, yeah, especially if he's going to be super popular. I'm fine kind of moving away from Xander, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, that that's where I'm at. There's just, there's too many guys around him that I want to play. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm playing JT. I'm probably going to play some Homa, play some Morikawa. I love Finau. Yep. Yep. Probably sprinkle in some DJ. I, I do think, I think DJ will get some steam just, just because of how well he's played here. And then obviously winning in 2020 top, top 10, four other times at, at Augusta. So he, he's, I don't know. he's probably, I, I don't think he's, I don't think DJ, cause even when he was, you know, before he went to live, you know, that last couple of two, three years there, he was, uh, I mean, hence he wasn't playing great, but he, you know, he was coming and singing with an ownership a lot. And, uh, with, you know, all the guys we just talked about, I, I don't see him really getting too much steam, and I'm, but I'm definitely going to play him. Yeah, I, I definitely think Finau will be more popular. I, I was mainly saying among the live guys, I, I think he'll be the most popular. And and right. really, if we're if we're talking about ownership, I don't think any of these guys are getting crazy crazy ownership because the pricing is so soft and spread out that all of them yeah. will, will kind of eat into each other. Now, when we get further down, you know, some of the value guys that just stand out will definitely be up there. But as far as these guys, they're, they're going to eat into each other quite a bit. I think Finau will will be pretty high owned, but I was going to say he, I think I think Finau definitely pushes fifteen, definitely in double digit ownership. Yeah, he, he's come fifth two times here as a tenth place finish at the Masters. So great, great with his irons lately. He's gained on approach in eight straight tournaments, third and strokes gained approach over the last twenty four rounds. So great form, great history. Put a star next to Finau. I, I think everybody will. And, and you brought up day. This is going to be a tough decision because all I've been hearing is, is how many people have futures on him already to win the masters and, and just how well he's been playing. He missed yeah. the cut the last two times here, but 
obviously he's had some health issues, so he seems to be past that and, and in much better form. So what, what are you doing with day? I mean, I love Jason day. I love the way he's playing right now. I love him here, but I'm also very, um, weary, scared of a chalky Jason day. So, um, now I'll probably be underweight, but I think, uh, you know, I, I think he could do good here. I'm going to play some Jason day. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably play him in some single entry stuff and, and just, it's really going to depend on how out of control his ownership gets. As I said, it should be pretty spread out around here, but just everything I'm hearing, everybody seems to love him. Now, Cam Young missed the cut here last year, but then went on to have some success at some of the majors. I think he came third at the PGA and and he was up there in the open also, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think I like him. Yeah, I, I like Cam Young, but I think he's mispriced here. I don't think he should be eight thousand six hundred above Hovland and Matsuyama, who I who I love here. You know, he's um, starting to play a little bit better. He's won here before. You know, Zalatoris, who has great history here, and you know shows up in majors. Um, Sungjae's playing great. Fitz, I don't think he should be priced above any of these guys. Um, Fitzpatrick and first. So, um, yeah, that's just just the. You know, I guess he'll get low ownership because of that, but I, I'm uh, I'm not crazy about him here if he was even priced lower, but price here at 8.6, I don't think I'll have any Cam Young. Yeah, and, and I think Hovland's going to go overlook quite a bit, and I, I, m- I might not play him either. I, I love Hovland. It's just at this place or around the green, you know, obviously he he's such a good ball striker and so good on approach. He could hit every green. But the problem is just hitting greens isn't enough. You need to hit them in the right spot. And if he's rolling off of these greens, it's not easy to chip around here. And and we've seen, you know, he he can have absolute blow up holes that that take him out of it completely. So I, I don't know what to do with Hovland, but I'm leaning towards a fade. Yeah, no, nah, Ho- Hovland's my guy. Um, and I think, you know, I, I do the around the green can be troublesome. Um but if he's just having a great ball striker striking uh, week here, um, he can just score in bunches, and I think he can light this place up. Um, so, yeah, down here at 85, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a lot of Hovland. I'm gonna play a lot of Matsu. Um, I'm gonna play a lot of Zalatoris. <clears throat> yeah, I I like Matsu, and you know, depending on how he finishes at the Valero, he he could get some steam and, and overtake a lot of these guys you know, lowering the, the the ownership of the guys around him. Sam Burns is another interesting one. Missed the cut last year in his, in his master's debut. You know, it, it's the only time he's played here. So not good history, but really hasn't been great in majors so far, but coming, coming off the win at the match play and, and has looked much better over the past couple, couple weeks, you know? Yeah. He's uh, super, super talented guy should fit here. Um, but like you said, limited, uh, you know, not great history here, not great major history, you know, being sandwiched between Dal Torres, Hovland, who I said I'm playing, Matsu. Uh, I'll probably have a little exposure to Burns. Even it, it, even in below them, M's got a good history here. I know it was that year they played it in a different time of year, but um, he's actually playing well this year, um, Sungjae. So, yeah, Burns probably squeezed out like, like Cam Young for me. Yeah, I, I, I love him. And I, I, I think he's going to be one of the most popular plays on the slate. 8,100 just seems like it's a little bit too cheap for him. Like you said, came, came second 
in 2020. That was the weird year in November, but he came eighth last year. So been been yeah. good at the Masters. He's made eight of nine cuts so far this year. Top 20 in over half of his his tournaments this year. So definitely likes him in. Zalatoris, I I don't know. I, I want to fade him. The the history is gonna stand out. You know, he, he lost by one stroke to Matsu, Matsuyama that year that Matsuyama won and, and came sixth here last year. So two really, really good finishes his first two times, but he just hasn't looked right so far this year. Had a fourth place at the Genesis, but otherwise he's really struggling, and especially with the putter. Now, granted, he's putted well here, but those herniated discs in his back and the swing change, and I, I, I just everything is pointing to me towards towards Faden Zal. And, and and I I hear all that, you know, that's all those are all great points. Just uh, I don't know, man. Early in his career, just been a major hunter. He he seems to be be there in every major, and uh, even when he's not, you know, not playing well and the putter definitely, definitely scares you, but you know, these greens are unique. It seems like if you putt well here, you know, you always kind of, you know, they're just um, undulating greens super fast or unlike a lot of stuff you see on tour. So I don't know how, how much credence goes to, you know, bad putters are better on faster greens, but you know, Salator seems to be better here. So I just, I just scared, scared to fade him. but um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely scared to fade him and, Really, it's probably going to be an ownership play. You know, if if people are leaning the way that I'm leaning, where you know he hasn't been good and maybe he's injured and he goes overlooked, I'm I'm fine playing. And I do think Sung Jay will soak up a lot of the ownership here. But if people are looking at how good he's been here and and he gets popular, I'm fine going elsewhere. As far as going elsewhere, I'm not playing Fitzpatrick. I'm not playing Shane Lowry. I'm not playing Hatton. I I know Lowry played well here recently, but otherwise this year really hasn't looked good outside of the Honda Hatton already yep. said he fucking hates it here. So yeah, I'm out on him. Fitz just doesn't look right. So I'm, I'm out on those guys. Yeah. I'm with you. Except I, I might, I might, might get, I might get on Fitzpatrick. I think, uh, yeah, I know he had the little, little neck injury. It hasn't looked great, but if he's healthy, um, he's another guy that stepped his game up. I mean, I could, I won't have a lot of them, but I'll play a little of them. But I agree with Lowry. He just doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't seem not playing well now. Not great history other than last year in Hatton. So, yeah, definitely uh, X'd off. Yeah, my, my my issue with Fitzpatrick is just, you know, wh- whether it's the injury or not, he's missed four of seven cuts this year. And the big thing is he is not striking the ball well at all. He has no semblance of an iron gain. He's he's lost on approach in all but one tournament this year. So only one time he's gained strokes, and I I don't even think it was it was a significant amount. So if you're not yeah, hitting you the gotta, irons, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, you got to have the approach play here. You got you got to be you got to be ball striking. So you might have just talked me out of Fitzpatrick. <clears throat> I, I definitely think he'll be low owned, but if if he's definitely going to have to fix the irons now, now somebody that I do have interest in is Justin Rose now missed the cut last year, but otherwise he's, he's been great. He's made the cut 17 of 19 times at Augusta seven top 10 finishes two times. He's been the runner up. So yep. got, got, gotta love some Justin Rose in, in probably the best form that he's been in, in quite some time. I'm with you. And you see a lot of that, you know, um, 
I think experience and when you know you take to Augusta and experience really play plays well. You know, you see a lot of a lot of old guy magic. You know, he's seen Phil make some some runs late in his career, and uh, Rose just seems to always play well here. Playing well right now, um, I like Justin Rose. Um, just uh, Jaquan uh, Neiman, another live guy. Um, seems like he should really you know play well here, but who knows? You know what kind of form he's in. Um, Probably going to be low-owned. I think I'll have some Neiman. What about you? Yeah, I'm definitely going to play Neiman. You know, he, he hasn't really been great at the Masters. Missed the cut in his debut, but he's gotten better in 40th and 35th the next two times. So you, you like seeing some progress. And so far, he's been okay on live. He came 11th at Mayakoba, 35th in Tucson. He also had a fifth place back in February on the Asian Tour and then came 10th in Saudi. Saudi Arabia. So some good finishes seems to be in pretty good form. And at this price, you don't need him to win. So if, if he can just maybe improve a little bit on what he's been doing here, I'm fine with playing Neiman. All right. I'm going to skip the next two guys. We can go back to him, but I just got to talk about it. Brooks Kapka. Did you watch uh, yeah. the, full, the full swing special on Netflix? Nah, no, nah, I haven't. Yeah. I, I watched it, man. He was just uh like a big fall from grace, man, where he was just not right mentally. He was working so hard and he was just, you know, he even mentioned in the quote in, in the, uh, in the special said, he's like, I can't compete with these guys. So he really lost a lot of his, his juju. Cause he was the, you know, epitome of the, the major hunter, the guy to play, you know, just automatically play Brooks in majors. You just, you're the major, yeah. you play Brooks no matter what. And the stuff from grace. Now he's down to 7,600. He wasn't great before he left for live. Um, like I said, watching that especially just didn't, you know, wasn't right. Yeah, you know, no, like I, I think, you know, I think his, you know, it was always a thing that he never practiced and he just thought he was that good that he didn't have to. So he relied upon his physical ability and, and it paid off. And then he dealt with a ton of injuries and was just not the same guy. And yep. I think he, he knew it. And that's why he went to live. He was like, fuck, I, I am no, I ever again? And yeah. And, no, and that, it was it was that that special was good, the full swing. But um, yeah, he even like I said on that special, he even was I think he was talking with his wife and like a bunch of friends at a dinner, and he was just like, I don't think I can, can compete with these guys anymore. Like he basically just didn't even have the you know believe that he could do it. So um, interesting to see where he is now. But uh, yeah, I just don't know what to do with him. So I I'm probably gonna fade him, you know maybe just because of the name and the price people, people go to him. So it, it'll be interesting to see. He hasn't really been great on live. He, he came, right. he came 24th in Tucson, 27th in Mayakoba missed the cut on the Asian tour shooting eight over. So that's not great. Back in February, he came 46th in Saudi Arabia. He did win yeah. the Jeddah invitational, but that was back in October. So it's it's like it, it all points to him like i said he's just not the same guy it all points to him just missing the cut but can you not see just bros kept being in contention oh, here abso- the absolutely in the absolutely winning at seven and then the, the other thing that that might you know his ownership might depend on how he finishes this week at, at orlando but in the first round he shot six under so so far so good so yeah. that's going to be interesting to see is, is where people go. And I think how he does this week over there is going to make a big difference. But yeah, we did skip over a couple guys and and I'm fine actually skipping over them, period. Fleetwood is is kind of interesting, tends to really show up. He's been pretty good at the Masters and 
finished top 20 in half of his master's appearances. So at 7,700, that's really all you need. If you're getting a top 20 out of him, that's not bad. He's been okay this year, obviously finished third at the Valspar and looked good and, and has been gaining on us approach. So what do you think about Tommy? Yeah, I, I'm just, uh, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm probably, I'm probably not either. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably not going to play Tom Kim. Probably not going to play Fleetwood. Yeah. Tom uh, Kim. I, I can't do just, he's, he's done well at courses. He's never seen before, but this, this is a different animal. And as, as a debutant, I, I don't think I can go there. Corey Connors. I think he's, he's going to be up there pushing, especially if he's, if he wins this week, you know, oddly, we always say it. If a guy wins, he's kind of actually hurts him the following week, but he's clearly playing well so far at the Valero and, but I 7,600, I could see him getting some steam. He's yeah. played very, very well at Augusta, sixth place, eighth place, 10th place his last three times. So definitely see Connor's getting some steam. Yeah. That's where we get loaded up again. And right below him, Adam Scott, you know, previous winner here um, seems to be playing not great. Um, but just, you know, I could see him him showing up. And then uh, – but I'll play Connors. You know, he's going to be super probably popular, so he'll probably um, won't have too much of him. But all right, here we go, Derek. Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> what, what are you doing? You, you, all right, so you want to know my sentiment on Bryson? What do you I got? want to talk about Minwoo Lee first. That's okay. literally where I'm at with Bryson. So that, <laughs> that, that tells you a lot. A yeah, lot. no, it's – yeah. First of all, he yeah. pissed me off by even going to live, and clearly he went there because he seems even more broken than than Brooks does. But Minwoo right. Lee, seventy six hundred, I actually like him a lot. Came in fourteenth yeah. place at his debut last year. He missed yep. the cut at the Arnold Palmer, but otherwise he's he's been good this year. Sixth at the Players, gained seven point seven strokes putting there, which which yeah, that that was nice. insane. Nah, he's got game, man. Yeah, I was watching. Him. He he faded on that Sunday, whatever. Nothing was going right for him. But when when things were going right, a couple of days before, I mean, around the green game was awesome. He was, you know, off the tee. He's uh, he's got game. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna play some in the league. I think he could show yeah, 70, up. Yeah, seventy six hundred, not a bad price. You know, he's he's played great on the DP World Tour. Came thirteenth in Dubai, second in Abu Dhabi. Finished last year with third and fourth places. So definitely like that. Heath, I'm out. Master debut just hasn't looked good. And then, all right, we'll talk about Bryson. He just he <laughs> hasn't really been good. Period at at the Masters. His debut in 2016 is actually his best finish when he finished 21st. So that's that's actually what put me on to Bryson. That's why I liked him so much. Is I I, I actually bet him top 20 and and sweat him the whole entire time as his, his debut. And of course he didn't get it came 21st, but from then on, I basically was in love with the guy and he has not fared well since going to live. Yeah. I'll probably, I'm probably off too. 44th shooting seven over in Tucson, 23rd at Mayakoba missed the cut in Saudi Arabia. So he's not in form and then just, just for old time's sake, I might throw him in a lineup or two, but, that's about all I could say. Adam Scott's yep. interesting because of his history. I know you mentioned him, but I, I don't know. He hasn't really looked good this year, so I, I might skip Adam Scott. Yeah, I you know, I put my output down here, but uh I probably won't have much, but you know, like I said, a couple lineups um don't hurt. I'm not playing Keegan. What about you? 
Uh, no, probably not. I I do actually have some interest in in answer. Yeah, another live guy. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting because I I don't think anybody's really going to play him. He's last he year missed the, the cut. Oh, did he? Okay. I, I, I remember him playing well here one year, though. Am I wrong? Yeah, thir- he came 13th in 2021 and 26th or 2020, I believe it was 13th. And then 2021 came 26th. So not bad the first okay. two years. And he's been okay on live. I mean, you got a 24th place in Tucson. He came 15th at Mayakoba. He actually won in Saudi Arabia, so already already has a win this year. Hmm. So so not bad for him coming in. I, I'm I'm fine playing, yeah, playing a little bit I'll of play, answer. I'll play some answer too. Uh, you know, I'll I'll play some Siwoo, and then uh, it gets interesting down here. We got Tiger at yeah. seven three. We got Patrick Reed, the villain, the live guy. But another, I I, I forgot to mention him earlier when I was talking about the live guys with great history here. I mean, previous winner here, live guy, Patrick Reed. Yep. Um, then we go, you know, to Usti, who also, you know, another guy, um, great history here. So yeah, it gets interesting down here in the low. I, seven. I'm, I'm always in on some Patrick Reed. I, Me too. and down, and down here, you're, you're in the low sevens, you know, you don't need these guys to win. And exactly. if they even show a semblance of their old form, but let's, let's talk about tiger first. Is, is there any chance you're putting him in any lineups? Honestly, I mean, I think you say, you know, even last year when he wasn't healthy, you know, he makes the cut or whatever. So I think he's safe to make the cut, um, which is which is good at seven three. But with the the popularity, it's probably going to come with him um, just being Tiger at the Masters and price is seven thousand three hundred. Um, I think I'd rather go with the upside of you know, like you just said, Patrick Reed. Um, I I, like I really don't think he's going to be popular. Now I, I I think if you're I think if you're playing the Millie Maker you know he'll he'll get a little bit of steam just because of of the the public that's coming in to play that Millie Maker but if you're playing the tournaments that we play on a week to week basis most people that that know golf they're not really going to click click Tiger Woods so I I, I disagree I, I think they're I, you know I, I I'm they're... I'm thinking somewhere like around eight percent. And I think I think he's over it. I think he's over eight percent. In the Millie Maker, I'm I'm thinking somewhere probably around fifteen. But I I think if you're playing like a a single entry, maybe a little more high dollar, he's he's probably eight to ten percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. But we'll but I, I but I, I, I probably would. I'd rather play Reed over him. I'd maybe rather play Louis. Yeah, I'm gonna play Louis, man. Uh, I'm another. That's another one I'm a you know sucker for at majors. Um, no, no clue what he's been doing, you know, at live or whatever, like, you know, what, he, what form he looks like in right now. But, um, you know, mention the history here. So I'm going to play some Louis. So fourth place in Tucson, shot nine under, not bad. 41st in Mayakoba, shot eight over, then missed the cut on the Asian tour, eight over. So not too great prior to that, but, but did come mm-hmm. fourth. So he's, he's not not he's in a, the best form, but he's a guy who just, it, he, when he was on the PGA tour, I mean, he was a guy that didn't need form going into a major, you know? Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is where's his health at, you know? Cause that, right. that's my big question. That's something I'm going to dive into this week because 
obviously he had to withdraw last year. What was it? His back or his neck? I don't even remember. Yeah, it's usually it's usually usually the back, but yeah, maybe with the lighter schedule, playing him live more. You know, hopefully he's he's more healthy than than the past. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. uh, play Louis. So yeah, de- definitely love me some Patrick Reed. I'll probably sprinkle in some Louis. Keith Mitchell has been great this year. Hasn't really played much at the Masters, a 43rd back in 2019, but with his recent form, I'm fine going there. Chris Kirk, another guy, just hasn't really played at the Masters, but I'm actually more willing to go in on him than than a lot of these other guys down here. 7,100 is a pretty good price for him. He's been playing really well this year. And Sergio can go fuck himself. I was tough <laughs> for that. Yeah, I figured I'd get to that before you even mentioned it. It's just, uh, and, and what that means is everybody listening to this should. I was just going to say, Sergio. I, I was, dude, I was just going to say, I was like, all right. So if that's your stance, I think I'm gonna be heavy Sergio because. Yeah, I mean, you probably really should because, in all seriousness, I'm not doing it to myself. I'm literally not even looking at what he's done. I've looked at pretty much every live guy. I am not even looking at what he's done. I don't care. I'm not playing Sergio. He came, came six in, two, in Tucson. 23rd. Oh, my shit. Favorite. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Look, you know him. Ball strike. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I am playing Bubba, though. Me too, dude. Like, yeah, I mentioned it, you know, beginning of the, of the pod about, you know, these live guys with great history. Um, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to – I think I'm probably going to skip over a lot of these guys. Mitchell, Kiyama, Kirk, Sergio maybe a little bit. Not, not interested in Horschel here, not interested in Henley. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play. Um, I'm going to be on Bubba. You got magic here. Bubba has his courses, his Bubba spots. And uh, regardless of how he's playing and live, I'm going to play Bubba. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, it's he's, he's played well here. It's his happy place, and – Actually, let's take a look at what he's been doing on Live. So, 35th. Oh, no, that's this week. So, he's currently at even par, tied for 35th in Orlando. Came 20th in Tucson. 40th at Mayakoba. Missed the cut in Saudi Arabia. And that's all we got. So, not not great form, but not terrible. And it's above a happy place. So, uh, I'm in. Tom Hoagie's interesting, just with how well he strikes the ball. Seamus Power, same, same thing. You know, he's he's been playing okay this year and 27th last year at the Masters. Taylor Gooch is another live, live guy that I, I don't know what I want to do with him. Yeah. He'd come 14th here last year, so not bad. But, yeah, there's I, I don't know if there's a lot of reason to even – come down to a lot of these guys because of, because of the pricing, you know, if you did want to get crazy and go with two of the, the big guns up top, then yeah, maybe you're living in this range, but. I mean, I'll, uh, I'm not going to play all, you know, like all these guys down here. I mean, Hoagie, yeah, power, Gucci, make cases, nor and fine. I, I'm probably not going to play any of them. I am going to get down here, but I'm going to be very selective who I play down here. I like uh, Ryan Harmon. Um, you know, he's, Playing right now, got some decent history here. Lefties seem to to play well here. I think he's, he's uh, you know, I'll play a little bit of Brian Harmon. And then Cam Champ at 6,600. I don't know what it is, but Cam Champ, I've been playing him every year in the Masters right around his price in the 6,000s. Doesn't matter what form he's in, he's 
plays well here. Uh, you know, she can just bomb it out there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. He's an awful putter, but I guess I don't know if it's the, you know, bad putters on faster greens or just he, yeah, he's taking, taking to these. He's an awful putter, but he puts well and he plays well here. I think he's got two, you know, a couple top tens. Um, so I'm going to continue it and, and I'll play Cam Champ at 6'6. Six, 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 six. I'll play Brian Harmon at 6'7. Um, maybe a little Molinari 6'6. Six, six. Kevin Na, no live guy who, um, you know. Yeah, Cam Champ, I'm probably out on, but you do make a good case. I mean, it's it's insane. It, it doesn't matter how he's playing; he plays well here. So yeah, I, I can't hate, I can't hate you for playing it, but I'm probably out on him. I'm actually out on Harmon too. I, I agree, he should be a great fit here, and and the issue with him is is like we talked about before. Just he his strokes gained approach. You look at that. There are no irons. He hasn't gained on approach since November of last year. So as good as he is off the tee, if he can't hit that second shot, he's dead. So maybe he could turn it around, but I, I'm not willing to take that chance. What I about play- the rest of these uh, forgotten live guys, man. Kokrak, he was playing before he left HV three. He was always a, so that, that's where I was going is eight. I I've always loved HV three. I, I will definitely right. play him actually 23rd here in his uh, debut last year. So yep. good finish. And I have no, I, I haven't really looked too much into his form so far on live, but uh, I am 100% playing Varner. I I've always liked him quite a bit. So getting further down, like way down here. Are you I, playing, I, playing Phil? No, no. <laughs> Can't. can't just can't i might throw a phil lineup in there just no you know what you do with phil is showdown yeah that's a good point. because because he, he i mean he could randomly have a five under round or he could have a seven over round so yeah you play you play him thursday and friday and in, in showdown and and see what happens and that's your phil yeah. exposure i agree that's really all I'm looking at. I, I really don't think yeah. you need to even try to come down this far. Yeah, I'm scrolling down for you further. There's nothing. Then you get to the uh, just the token, you know, old guys that even though Bernard, Bernard Langer makes the cut every fucking year at the Masters, but <laughs> he, he's literally good for just a, a made cut. Um, yeah, Zach Johnson, Kisner, I'm not playing. Okay, maybe. Yeah, and, and- Maybe Schwartz. Schwartz will went to live, right? Uh yeah. How was he doing? So, so that's the thing here too is, you know, in in most tournaments you're down here, and that's all you're looking for is guys to make the cut. But that's yeah, not what you need this week. There's only 89 golfers in the field. Exactly. The top yeah. 50, top 50 in ties may make so your six of six is going to be way up anyway. So just making the cut is is not. You know, you, you're going to need placement points, and and depending on how difficult it, it plays, you're you're probably going to need some some birdies and some scoring. So, yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like you said, AC three. I think the lowest I'll go is um, I'll play a little bit of Kevin Na. Maybe I if- might take a stab on Svensson. Just he he's been playing well, and how good That's he great. is on approach, it's it's worth maybe a shot. Yeah, Basically, but yeah, we're we're getting thin here. Get down here, here with the darts. Um, so I think that's good. 
Yeah. Ha- have you looked at any bets? Or are you? I have odds to yeah. adjust. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. Um, haven't made any bets yet. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I uh, I'm interested to see. You know, right now they just have everybody bunched together. The the guys up top are basically seven to one. I think I saw Rom at eight fifty, and then. Speed is only like 16 to one. And then you got a bunch of guys together at 22 to one. I think Xander, Colin, Homa, Justin Thomas, Cantlay are all 22 to one and Finau. So uh, I'm, I'm waiting for it to it. For it yeah. To I'm adjust. Interested, interested to see these, uh, you know, the odds on a lot of these live guys, you know, yeah. you know, I'd like to see what Patrick Reed's number is at and, you know, guys that can actually, you know, Bubba Watson guys that can actually win this. Yeah, I I think the only one I'd really put an outright on is Cam Smith, but his number's probably not going to be too great. The other guys I'm very interested, though, because I, I think you'll get good numbers, like, you know, looking at a top 20 for like a Neiman or an answer or something like that. I, I, I think you might get really, really good value there. So that that's that's what I'm going to be looking at with those guys. So what you're saying, you're, you're going to place a, a top 20 for Sergio? I mean, secretly, I'm going to place a top five, but <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to bet Sergio to miss the cut. So everybody play him. I'm just, I'm going for it. I'm going full in on right. it. And, and you guys overweight. are welcome. I'm overweight, Sergio. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We, we, before, before the Masters comes up, I, I got to get Mike's sentiment on him too. And, and then we'll really be able to make it. Yeah. That, that, that'll, then, that'll, that'll, Decision. Hammer down a decision for me. Exactly. Yeah, we gotta gotta get the casual corners take on Sergio. My 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 take. She's probably gonna play him, which might which just screws up my decision. So I mean, we'll yeah, it's it's you don't get a chance to play these guys. Hence why I'm gonna have to throw Bryson in a couple lineups. But <laughs> so odds aside, if we're looking up top, who who takes this thing down? Uh, 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 fucking live Camp Smith. I kind of, I kind of lean that way too. I, I, I don't know though. I might even bet it depending on what the number is. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to say Scotty repeats. Yeah. I, I really, I am, I am terrified of it now. Yeah. You too. You know, it's just, I could see Rom, but I just think Rom Rom getting in trouble. I think he could get in enough trouble where he just does what he always does here, and and you know gets basically a top ten, a top five. Yeah, now I can but see, I, I I can see the Rom fairy tale continuing and him getting the winning. I can see Scotty just continue to tear it up and coming back to the place he won last year and win. But I could also see Cam Smith just coming out here, middle finger. Um, you know, you forgot about me. I am in live. Talk your shit. I tear up the Masters. I almost won last year. I'm coming in and I'm, I'm yep. winning. Yep. Yeah, I don't hate that. And like I said, I might even bet it. And I, I'm yep. definitely going to be betting more cow. I'll probably wait. I'm DraftKings always throws out a boost out there. So hopefully get him somewhere around 25, maybe even 28. And I'm in on that. Yeah, can't argue that. All right, so that's the first look at the pricing, and it's a good start. Definitely going to be diving in some more. We'll come back with a couple more shows before the Masters actually happens. Again, 
definitely check out thehelmsports.com and progolfnow.com for all my write-ups. I have a ton of content coming out. I've already written up every single golfer from 7,500 and above their recent form and history at the masters. So check that out. That'll be out Sunday. My course preview should be out by the end of today, which is Saturday. So check all that stuff out. And again, go to Twitter. You can see the the rules for the giveaway. Someone will be getting $50 within the next couple of days. So check that out, but that's going to do it for this week. Fitz, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Can't wait. Yep. It, it was fun, but that's going to do gonna it for here, this week. Going to be hearing Jim Nance's voice. Oh yeah. Noon and camped out watching the masters. Hell yeah. So thanks for joining everybody. Talk to you in a couple days and remember. Stefan out there.